Welcome to another episode of The Goth and the Sloth. I am your sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and getting into what we get into. We decided to take the first part of our podcast, and probably the rest of the world, <laughs> the rest of the podcast, <laughs> at this point, to talk about the COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and how it's a slow, painful apocalypse that's not fun at all. That's true. It's a very boring, sad <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> I, I kind of picture it like if all the apocalypses, apocalypsi, apoc- apocalypse, apocalypse, I don't apocalypse. know. <laughs> but they all got together in a room and the 2020 Earth apocalypse is like, hey guys, <laughs> it's like in a corner. <laughs> anyway gets picked on by robot apocalypse (laughs) that's right (laughs) Uh, so how you doing this week oh fine you hitting that record button good i did hit that record (laughs) button we weren't gonna say anything man (laughs) but yes i'm much better now that i've hit the record button yay Yay. professional How about you? We're we're getting there. You know, hanging in there. It's the end of the birthday month, so Yeah. A little bit of sad. Yeah, but the end of the birthday month turns into the beginning of all of autumn, which means yeah. that you just keep going. It's just a constant celebration until, you know, after Yule when you have to do taxes. And that's really it. <laughs> that's life as no. an adult. There's nothing to celebrate in August, and it's really not fall in August. There's like a whole month of blah. Oh, sure. Well, I just kind of In see, my opinion. That's fair. I see August as like birthday month two, because I never get everything done that I want to do in my birthday month. That's so fair. then in August, I kind of like do the other stuff that I never got done, and then it's September, and then it's Dragon Con, which won't happen. <laughs> No, they did finally cancel that. They did. No Dragon Con for us. But anyway. Good on them for canceling it, though, instead of trying to force that. Oh my gosh. For sure. So let's jump into the news of the week. How's the greater Virginia area doing? Uh, Well, in Virginia, we have uh, 81,231 cases, which is up almost 7,000 from last week which is a higher rate of increase than the week before because the week before we were up five and a half thousand. So, um, bad. We're bad. (laughs) It's not good. Not good. Uh, and we have 7,437 hospitalizations, which is up a little less than 400 and, uh, 2,054 deaths, which is up about 50 from last week. So from this week to last, no, from last week to this week, <laughs> not going back in time, going forward, uh, we're at about the same increase for hospitalizations and death, but not for cases. Cases went up a bit more, which is bad. <laughs> bad, yes. Bad, bad. Uh, outside of the numbers, there was a CNN article today um, that, uh, I guess, reported, I was going to say disclosed, no, it's not that fancy, <laughs> uh, they reported that uh, nearly 75% of detainees at a um, U.S. ICE facility, which is U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, uh, have contracted covid and so immigration lawyers and advocates were already really concerned about uh, the conditions that these folks were in. And now they have even more reason to be concerned with so many people being infected. And it doesn't sound like they really have the resources to effectively isolate people. Um, and I mean, it's just spread so rapidly that it's just scary. Um, It says that nearly a month ago, there were 49 cases at this detention center in Farmville, and uh, this center only holds adult males. But now, 
there are 360 immigrants in custody at the center and 268 of them have confirmed coronavirus cases or confirmed coronavirus. So, um, yeah, it's scary. Uh, I just, this, this story really grabbed me because, uh, just, I would say in light of everything, but just in, in light of life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's terrifying. And, um, you think about the death rate for non-white folks and if you know for these folks they likely don't have health insurance and it's just it's terrifying yeah and yeah ice has got a really bad track record for arresting and or detaining people that aren't illegal immigrants um just based on race and they end up in custody for quite a long time and this now you also gets a disease on top of your life screwed up. Yeah, yeah. ice is, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> ice is terrible unless it's in my drink. Hmm. And then it depends on the drink. Sometimes it doesn't belong there. <laughs> what I like, I like a really nice rosé with like a bunch of ice in it. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to your rosé. <laughs> I'm fancy. <laughs> Apparently you don't like your rosé. <laughs> what about Colorado? Well, we're not doing great. Um, so we're at 42,314 cases, which is up 4,000 from the previous week, which is our highest week-to-week increase since uh, wholesome content. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's been a while. So, we're on the upswing. Hospitalizations are at 6,129, which is only up 183, which is actually decently low. Yeah, that is. But, we're at Uh 1,645 deaths, which is up 171 week-to-week. Holy crap! Which, again, is our highest week-to-week increase since we talked about the 1918 flu. And we can't even say that that's, like, a processing thing like we had, like we did the other time, that there was a large increase. You would hope at this point they kind of figured out how to process all of this information. Exactly, yeah. So... Uh. Yeah, so it seems like more people are getting it, and the death toll is uh, increasing. Yeah, and the death rate, like it. it yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's wow. scary. Not good. Um, far as uh, regular news, um, I think I talked about the mask mandate, but yeah, we still have a statewide mask mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also closing bars. Well, bars are already closed unless they serve food, but they're now telling them they have to close at ten. Which is weird. Yeah, I saw that whole... Well, I just... mm, Pull this. I I get some of the reasoning. I don't uh, agree with the reasoning, but I I, I sort of see the thought behind it. So they're thinking people are up too late drinking and they lose their inhibitions and don't follow other protocols. Yeah. I I get it. I get it. Um, I think... Maybe just the way that the article I read was worded, it put me off. Because if it's just that they're mandating that bars close at 10, um, then okay. But in general, it sounded like Polis was saying last call is moving to 10 and he wants to move it to early or in the night ongoing, if possible. Yeah. Um, But like... For the coronavirus, okay. Like, for this situation, you know. But but again, bars in Colorado are different. Whereas, like, in here in Virginia, every bar has a kitchen. Um, so, like, with a full menu. So, if they stopped your serving drinks at 10, that would suck. But you still have a place to hang out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and eat food, get dinner, whatever. Get late night sna- snacks if you like pound a bunch of beers at ten. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I guess maybe I'm a little confused, and I, I'm sure it doesn't make sense for a bar to be open after the last call is done. But it all I don't know. My I'm not wrapping my head around it. Very it's well. it's a little weird, yeah. And it's like just like I, I think he's trying to trying to find that middle ground of like letting places be open, 
uh, because I think the uh, the other option would just to be fully closed. Mm-hmm. And but it also seems to me, for a person that doesn't own a bar or work at a bar, mm-hmm. to just close, like just say well, we're closing down again. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, you know, that's from a perspective of someone that it doesn't affect directly. So right. I can easily say that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's an interesting one. Our bars here, I mean, we weren't. I don't even know that we're open past midnight. Uh, we're still open, but we're not open late. I'm not entirely sure why. I assumed it was because we weren't selling much. Yeah. Without it being like the bar being open, you know, and you can yeah. dance and hang out. Um, but anyway, interesting. Anywho's it's yep, and that's about all I got. So, uh, what news do you have in your world? Well, I just did an insanely difficult hour of yoga, and I had I did it before I turned my AC down for the night. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I just did DIY hot yoga because <laughs> <laughs> I was disgustingly sweaty like I was like drenched like I have my yoga mat still out on the floor so it can dry (laughs) so uh, if anyone's missing hot yoga just you know don't turn your AC on (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I did that and I also had a DMV adventure this week and finally got my Virginia tag so I am officially Virginia driver Virginiaite (laughs) sure I think Virginian was just fine but (laughs) he wanted to go out on a limb you know you do you buddy (laughs) so yeah I don't know just I'm still teaching just so thankful to be able to be at the studio at all and hang from things yeah Um, so yeah yep how about you well i got a new member of my family this week (laughs) you did Um, i have not named it yet but i got a new keytar it's so pretty to add to my arsenal of of different instruments Yay! And yeah, now that is super fun. It's my first MIDI device, so I'm learning how to use MIDI devices and oh, how cool. those work, and learning how to use Ableton Live, which is a whole hornet's nest of things. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> Ableton, but a lot of people love it. So every Mac person I know says that exact thing. I don't like Ableton. Yeah. But it's it's the it's the standard for live shows, at least sure but eh. yeah. <laughs> each their own i'm still learning it so i i couldn't even have an opinion on other things because i'm still trying to wrap my head around this one sure but. yeah no that's really cool though um and my i actually i haven't received my birthday gift from my mom yet but it is also a midi controller but it's just Ooh. a regular keyboard <laughs> <laughs> it's not a keytar it's not, it's not very fancy, but I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait until yeah. I have that, because um, I've just been riding on, like, a tiny itty-bitty MIDI controller, um, mm-hmm. so it's, like, a couple octaves, and then you have to, like, bounce Hit around. the octave button, yeah. Um, so, yay. So, yay for new yeah. MIDI devices. Yeah, new music. Woohoo. We'll have to try and put out a track sometime. Yes. At some point, I will compose the intro to this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe never. <laughs> anyway. Um, that's about it in my world. Um, they haven't announced anything new with the company, so just business as usual on the level of going into work or anything still mm-hmm. not you don't have to if you don't want to so that's awesome stuff. yeah so uh you let's jump into the topic of the day what are we talking about today so today on this fine day <laughs> <laughs> you've been uh 
if you've been following the pandemic crisis with us over the past few months, you have probably seen how much of our how much our understanding of the COVID-19 virus has shifted um, from even month to month, sometimes week to week. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so basically we know much more about the virus now than we did four months ago. Thank goodness. It's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Science is good. Yes. Uh, So today we're going to talk about what we knew when the crisis started and basically what we've learned. So the at the jump, we understood that basically if you had COVID-19, you would have a fever, mm-hmm. a dry cough, shortness of breath, and body aches. Yep. Basically, yep. Uh, that list has kind of gone insane. Yes, Matt, it has. full list of... Oh, hold on. Let me pull that up real quick. An insane list of symptoms. Symptoms, yes. <laughs> Uh, So listed from the CDC, which I suppose we can still trust for the moment. (laughs) I think we can still trust the CDC. It's run by scientists as opposed to the Trump administration. Well, Trump wants to get in front of it and filter stuff before it gets to the CDC. Yeah, but the CDC already knows what they know. This is true. (laughs) So uh, symptoms that appear 2 to 14 days after the virus. Include fevers or chills, cough, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, fatigue, muscle and body aches, headaches, loss of taste and smell, sore throat, congestion and a running nose, nausea or vomiting, and diarrhea. Look for early warning signs if anyone has trouble breathing, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, new confusion, which we'll talk about in a bit, inability to wake or stay awake. I feel personally attacked by that one. (laughs) and uh blush blushness in the lips or face yeah it's it's quite the list now yeah it was yeah it was three to four symptoms initially and now it's it's a list yeah and before it was like well it doesn't sound like a wet cough has joined the symptoms because before it was like oh it's only a dry cough but now runny nose and congestion is in there so yeah. And now everyone with allergies, I'm just <laughs> like <laughs> Yep, me on a daily basis, sore throat and at least the runny a little bit of a runny nose. God, I I had a student sneeze in class the other day and oh, I no. felt so bad because <laughs> everybody else was like <gasps> explain your sneeze they like no one was rude about it but everybody like stopped what they were doing and like stared at them for a second and then continued on and i was like oh (laughs) but it's like okay is that sneeze allergies or are you spewing the virus all over the place which one (laughs) (sighs) yeah yeah outside of those ones there's also some weird Uh, symptoms that we wanted to talk about that aren't official yet but stuff that people have been seeing a lot yeah the one that really got my attention um is uh what some uh, medical professionals have been calling covid toes Uh, and so covid toes um are well i've heard it explained a couple different ways one uh i've heard that if you have COVID, you may feel tingling or you may feel loss of feeling in one or more toes. Um, and people that have been hospitalized often have like really dark purple or black toes mm-hmm. um, because they uh, there's like very poor circulation in those toes. I've heard things like your toes could feel really itchy um there's there's a lot of weird toe things yeah covid has a foot (laughs) fetish (laughs) yeah it's pretty bizarre i i don't i don't quite understand it myself but it it seems to be a thing enough so that folks that are working in hospitals have decided to say something about you know yeah no they're thought that it's caused a lot by um being sedentary while you're sick you know Mm. and not wearing footwear during it as well warm footwear so on top of your um toes being almost the farthest part from the heart 
if you got poor blood flow um, because of uh, COVID or coughing or whatever, those are the first that's going to have issues. This is what they teach you in survival. By the way, if you ever have winter survival, you got to take care of your feet. (laughs) But yeah, so if you're not moving and you got poor blood flow and you're not keeping them warm, you're going to get COVID toes. Yeah, that's interesting. And I mean, I guess that means that if you find yourself getting hospitalized, you better bring some big socks. Get those compression (laughs) socks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, what the uh, Mayo Clinic at least said in my research. Oh, cool. Very cool. I um, trust those guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, on that same note, there's also, uh, they found younger people getting uh, red lesions. Uh, t- uh, sort of typical of chicken pox in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I heard that about that last one. up to 12 days. That's so crazy. Ugh. And then it makes me think of like smallpox and yeah. <laughs> oh man. Now they're that's not a... sure if uh, that's from COVID directly or if COVID's like awakening something <laughs> that was already kind of dormant. Right. Right. <laughs> it's the COVID horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that lesion thing. It's pretty wacky. So and they're seeing that enough to where it's pretty, it's not quite on the symptoms list, but I think they're discussing it. Yeah, yeah. There are so many things that I've just been hearing about, which is why we're we're making this episode. <laughs> yeah. it's just interesting um, uh, trends, but not so not so common that it's like a common symptom. But yeah, it, it's just showing up. Um, yeah. Yeah, because everyone's body reacts differently to different things because we're all. And especially, apparently, COVID. Yeah. (laughs) God. Yeah, I mean, they found it's moving through people's bodies like no other virus they've ever seen before. So it can cause weird issues and get into weird places. Even the loss of sense of taste and smell is wacky. It is, but I've heard that from a couple of my friends that, like, when they've had just, like, normal sickness, that's a thing that happens. I'm like, that's weird. Sure. I mean, I have <laughs> had that, like, if I, you know, I'm extremely congested. For me, it's not necessarily, like, uh, yes, I think that that happens when you get sick. But for what, from what I've been hearing with people um, who have had the virus, they're saying that it is like that, but way more like acutely mm-hmm. rather than i don't know i can't explain it because i didn't experience it but uh folks at least two people folks two people <laughs> have told me that um when they experienced the loss of taste and smell it it was like it was sudden and it was bizarre it wasn't yeah. the same way and i'm thinking Actually, now that I'm saying this, I wonder if it's because they weren't congested and they lost a sense of Yeah, because, yeah, this isn't um, related to congestion at all, the loss in taste and smell. It's just gone. Right, yeah. Whereas, you know, when I've been sick uh, with a really bad cold or something, I'll lose my sense of taste and smell. But it's mostly because I can't breathe. Like, I just can't. Because taste has to do with, with smell. smell. Like, yep. they're, you know, attached. So, if I'm really congested, then I have a hard time tasting and smelling. But... See, I've never had congested. that... I've never had that problem. Oh, man. It's the worst. It's oh, like... Sure. You get sick and you're like, I feel terrible. I'm going to make my favorite meal. And then it's like sitting in front of you and wafting into your face and you can't smell it. You're just like trying to breathe, but you're congested (laughs) and then you taste it and you're like it it tastes like it's like three rooms away it's just it's a bummer (laughs) (laughs) but yeah when uh when my guitar player barnes had it um him and his wife they have a newborn baby and apparently she had a dirty diaper and they didn't even notice like that's how severe the loss of smell was good for them (laughs) (laughs) one bonus to it (laughs) So here's yeah. an interesting uh, symptom that the Mayo Clinic also listed. 
Uh, confusion. COVID nineteen yeah, has. In this. Yeah, COVID nineteen has uh, been reported to cause confusion in older people, especially those with severe infections. Now, is that related to fever or not? They didn't really say, but uh, yeah, people are, you know, losing cohesiveness. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good question about the fever. I hadn't thought about that, um, because that would potentially lead to confusion. But you would think that it, these scientists would understand. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. The difference, but I've been hearing about that some some confusion and delirium and almost it sounds almost like panic yeah um but maybe not you know maybe there's a distinction there but i i think i saw that there were some folks in a western state it wasn't colorado um but they were seeing a lot of their elderly experience this um and i don't I don't know what you do about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. Right? Like, what what does a doctor prescribe when someone comes in with confusion? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And, and some of the long-term effects that people have been discussing, um, you know, potentially, like, mm-hmm. heavy scarring in the lungs and yep. things like that, I you know, with confusion being in here, which feels very neurological, it's like what neurological lasting effects might these patients have? Um, it's kind of scary to think yeah. about. No, they found uh, with uh, at least with SARS, which is different, but it's related to COVID, that there are long-term neurological symptoms uh, with people that have gotten it and dealt with it for you know a couple years after. Um, headaches, uh, dizziness, um, what else did they find? Um, and, uh, oh, I, and it's supposedly related to neurological, but loss of, uh, feeling in fingers and toes just randomly. Whoa. Yeah. And that was SARS. That was post SARS, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that is quite wacky. I don't like it. Yeah. And uh, people in Hong Kong that got the virus uh, were f- seeing some of these symptoms up to three and a half years after having the virus. Yeah, there's so much we don't know about this thing, man. Well, and it causes, you know, it causes stuff that you don't realize at the time while you're fighting it. Um, right. We discussed back in the, you know, 1918 one how bad people would cough. They'd cough so hard they cracked their lungs open. Yes. Um, this is the same kind of thing. Um, they're finding people having a lot of um, weird blood clotting and cardiovascular issues around their hearts post-COVID uh, because of how hard it works on your body. And they're yet to see what that's going to lead up to eventually. Wow. That's really interesting. And I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that, the clotting. Um, I know they had there was some discussion a little while ago about how uh, COVID patients were at higher risk of getting blood clots, mm-hmm. which includes aneurysms. It includes blood clots anywhere. Yep. Um, pulmonary blood clots, of course, but anywhere. And that's, that is terrifying to me. Like blood clots are one of those like things I don't like thinking about because <laughs> yeah. There's um, nothing you can do, and they could just sneak up on you and kill you. The oh, end. yeah. It's absolutely scary. Uh, who just died of one of those? Uh, an aneurysm. Oh, uh, Grant Imahara from Mythbusters mm-hmm. had a brain yep. aneurysm. And that's it's scary because it just could happen. Uh-huh. Anytime. Um, this is from Maxine Dexter, um, who is a uh, pulmonary and critical care specialist at Kaiser Permanente. Says uh, clotting in general seems to be a significant issue. We're hearing reports from ER colleagues about patients presenting with stroke and heart attack symptoms that end up being COVID positive. Mm. That is, oh, that just gives me the sinking feeling. Like, mm-hmm. that's just really scary, and uh, that kind of leads into um, what I wanted to talk about was that how much we've learned about how it is spread 
Um, like when we talk about all of these terrifying symptoms and then for me anyway, in my head, I'm looking at all the news and seeing the headlines about how, you know, certain governors, DeSantis, (laughs) um, and certain presidents, (laughs) (laughs) are like oh the young people are getting it like let them get it and they'll bounce back they'll be just fine and it's like that not it's never okay and it's definitely not okay when you have it's not a cold it's not like cough cough a couple days out take some cold medicine you're gonna be better like we're talking about lasting neurological effects potentially lasting like physiological effects with blood clots and torn Uh, ribs issues yeah yeah it it is just so it just reiterates how disgusting (laughs) (laughs) it is to me but um but i i did want to mention we did talk about this i think back in the 1918 pandemic episode how um the covid 19 pandemic is not spread um, uh, among the population in the same way Mm -hmm. that past pandemics have been Uh, in the past the elderly and the the young are the high at the highest risk and covid's kind of like nah (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do my own thing it's sort of yes spreading to all sorts of uh demographics yeah absolutely i mean everybody is being infected uh affected and infected uh, the youngest um the youngest bracket have not seemed to contract the virus as at as high of, of a rate but they can contract the virus and i think that that was something that even i kind of started taking for granted like just because the way it was uh discussed in the news mm-hmm. there was it was almost like oh well children infants don't get it but they do they do get it they just don't necessarily have the same symptoms um i saw just the other day that uh in a texas county uh there were 85 infants in one texas county there were 85 infants with the virus um that's not a small number no (laughs) like like we can't we we can't in good conscience say that kids don't get it yeah because they do um but we did learn recently that children under the age of 10 do not spread it at the same rate as kids over the age of 10 um and so that is something to take into account it doesn't mean that we can just you know throw our children at people and say ha ha <laughs> fine no they still spread it it's just a, about half the rate um as older children so 10 and older uh can spread the virus at the same rate as adults Mm -hmm. which is scary yeah absolutely (laughs) and also i think this data can help us um frame how we look at reopening schools Mm -hmm. now Will it help us frame how we reopen <laughs> schools? That is yet to be determined because Miss Evil Pants over there yeah. um, is still at it. Our president is still at it. So I don't. Ha- I have no idea what's going to happen with schools. And for those of you that have children, uh, my heart is out to you because I don't know what I would do either. Um, but uh, I. It sounds like if younger children are not spreading the virus at as high of a rate there's a potential for you know younger classes and toddlers or whatever Mm -hmm. to maybe have like little grouping i think they did this in a few european countries where they have little bubbles or pods of students that take class together and they only interact with each other and you know they can still learn uh because those age groups typically need a little bit more than a screen right, <laughs> to yeah. help them learn. Uh, they need a little bit more engagement and guidance. But honestly, that's every age group, so what am I saying? <laughs> but 
but yeah, it, it, I just feel like it's an opportunity for us to reopen schools with science. Yeah. As opposed to chucking science in the dumpster and just being like, we're going to do it our way. Yeah, we got to get back to normal, back to, back to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. My thought on that always is just we can always catch people back up. But you can't undead a person yet. That is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. I I just I really feel for folks that don't have that option. Yeah. Like a, there are many, many families um, in higher socioeconomic brackets typically that have a way they have either have jobs that are flexible or they have a way to work from home so that their child is supervised at home. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are people who could just simply can't, Yeah, you know, they, they have to work to pay the rent. There's no one to watch their child. Yeah. Um, and in that case, their kid has to go to school. Like the school is a godsend at that point. Yeah. Uh, so how do you help those people? How do you help single parents? Like, it's just, yeah. 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 Anyway. Now, not in a derogatory way, but school is the country's biggest babysitter. It is. It really is. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it all, I mean, it's what it has allowed so many traditionally uh, stay at home moms to get out and go get a job can and work. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and if they want, if they want, yes. which is. You know, which it's nice to have that choice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I got a couple other weird uh, symptoms, if we want to mm -hmm. get back to it. How about eye problems? Oh, I don't know that I've heard much about eye problems. COVID-19 might cause eye problems such as enlarged red blood vessels, swollen eyelids, excessive watering, and increased discharge. The infection also may cause light sensitivity and irritation. These symptoms are more common in people with severe infections. Whoa. So, I mean, I again, sounds that. like my allergies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It does. <laughs> Like, I wake up with crusties every morning, so... <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Man, that's wild. I hadn't heard about that. Yep, that's again from the Mayo Clinic, so I trust them on that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, that's a new one to me, too. It's like, I have not heard eye problems, but... That's, that's yeah, a crazy that's one. Um, let's see. Um... No, we already talked about confusion and cardiovascular. How about happy hypoxia? I have heard about that one. Uh, and that is... Uh, it's scary to me in, like, a weird way. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes me think of, like, scuba divers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, go ahead. Uh, people had dangerously low levels of oxygen in their blood, which would typically reduce consciousness. However, they've been unusually alert to the, or unusually alert and comfortable. So they got lack of blood or lack of air in their blood, but they're like, just, just fine. Yeah, no, the, it's it's funny. There there are a lot of different names for it, and of course, I'm blanking on all of them. <laughs> um, but I think you, I've even heard it called like oxygen sickness where you have low oxygen in your blood and you just kind of get high. Yeah. And so you're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's. But that can lead to a lot more like we're talking about down the line issues. Because oh, if your uh, blood yeah. isn't, or if your brain's not getting enough oxygen, which gets it primarily from your blood, um, you, it starts shutting down almost immediately. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that could cause some of these long-term effects that we've been talking about. Man, this thing is so wild, and it's it's almost like I because the other countries. I always have to remind myself that. Uh, the countries like the, that we talked about last week that are further along in their crisis management of this pandemic, mm -hmm. like 
in my head, I'm like, oh, well, they have the answers. Like, they know more about this virus than we do. But they don't. We all know the same amount. Yeah. We're just really bad at dealing with it. Yeah, they ju- they're just better <laughs> at controlling their people or getting ideas across better than here. Yeah, helping their people care about each other. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, I was watching Conan and she had Lisa, or he had, he had Lisa Kudrow on and she was talking about how we should tell people not that masks are to protect other people, but just lie and say they're to protect yourself because how just selfish we all are. Like, nah, screw protecting other people. I got to protect myself. And then everyone will wear a mask. (laughs) Yeah. Just like say that, you know. The two biggest, actually, you know what would do it? Just lie and say that there's uh, like an amendment <laughs> around <laughs> wearing masks. And it is your like, you know, second amendment 2A <laughs> to, <laughs> to wear, wear a mask. mask. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of people will buy so many masks and there'll be like N95 masks. There'll be like you know restricted like i don't know features that you're not that are not legal now but were once legal (laughs) (laughs) yeah we found this unwritten sentence in the original constitution it says you have the right to bear arms but only in an n95 mask (laughs) so (laughs) yeah exactly that'll do it we figured Uh, it out we got it down Uh, so here's one last thing I thought was interesting. Uh, I kind of talked a bit about it before, but they did a study about SARS, which, again, is the closest thing we've had related to COVID. It's not okay. really, but it's the closest we've come at the moment. Um, and a study of long-term effects of SARS undertaken in Hong Kong showed two years after they had the disease, one in two sur- SARS survivors had much poor exercise capacity and health status than those that never had the disease. Only 78% of SARS patients were able to return to full-time work one year after infection. Full-time work? Yeah, so they're talking about the, um, so we talk about like the, uh, uh, like being tired and the muscle aches and all that. That apparently mm-hmm. has been, la- could last in SARS survivors after they have the disease. And they're wow. unable to get full lung capacity to be able to like work or work out or do anything for up to yeah, a year. Yeah, because I was thinking when you were saying that, I was thinking of working out, but then you said work, and I was like, so they can't even, like... Can't even get to work for a full work. day, yeah. Whoa. Of course, we're America, so people will just force themselves to keep going to work mm, when they can't oh, breathe. yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, we already do that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been, as Americans, we've all been to a restaurant where your server looks like they're patient zero for something, and you're like, I, f- I don't want you to serve my food. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there because they probably told their supervisor it's the allergies or something, and yep. they need the job, and they need the work, and there's no paid time off. and yeah. Yep. The worst one for me, and I hopefully the COVID will see a change in this, but uh, people in an office that you work at, they're like mm-hmm. obviously dying. It's like, I know you have PTO because we have the same PTO. Like that's true. Go yeah. home. Get get. What do you get? Get out of here. <laughs> go home. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy thing too. Yeah, it, it's very common in America for people not to use their paid time off. Yeah. Yeah. So don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> Use up as much as it's you like, can. It's like especially for all the folks that don't get pay, paid time off. It's like. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can take a sick day and still get paid for it. Go home. Yeah. Go <laughs> home. Yeah. Anything. Anyways, uh, do you got anything else to add to any weird symptoms? No, we talked about all the cool ones all that the... I wanted to talk about. By cool. Okay. That was not good. They're not cool. <laughs> Scientifically, ner- in a nerdy way, they're cool. Yes. When they are applied to a human, they are no longer cool. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well then, let's get into our distractions. What we're distracting ourselves with this week from the world dumpster fire that's burning outside. 
Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> so how are you distracting yourself? Uh, so I'm still researching plants, um, and I'm super excited about it. I actually just planted my first batch of plant babies, nice. and so I'm going to hopefully have more babies. My plant babies will have babies, and then they will grow, and it will be wonderful. Um, so I'm just excited about that right now, and I'm excited to have, like, another living thing like more living things here because i am missing my pup yeah so now i have plant puppy has <laughs> <laughs> the cat gotten into them yet oh no no they're outside okay good yeah no that won't be a thing <laughs> next time next time you hear like in 2022 when we're allowed to travel again i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta show you my mom's garden we actually plucked uh zucchini this weekend literally over a foot and a half big oh that's awesome i really wanted to plant cucumbers but it's a little too late yeah. um so next year i'll get cucumbers but yeah it's exciting that's fun yeah that's awesome yeah what about you um let's see well yeah relearning how to play the piano at a completely weird angle um (laughs) that's been a thing with one hand one hand (laughs) um which also comes along with learning an entirely new software so that's Mm -hmm. uh it's a lot to distract yourself it's a lot going on um yeah on top of that um i've been watching um arrow season two again i got it on blu-ray and it's it's great i know you're shaking your head at me but it's great (laughs) (laughs) um which speaking of which actually uh felicity emily bet rickards uh she's a july birthday too oh happy birthday to her Um, and for her birthday this weekend she's doing a yoga class on instagram tv so I might I might oh. check that out. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I am personally extremely yogaed out <laughs> right this moment. I would like to never do another vinyasa, but um you know maybe by this weekend I will. <laughs> um but yeah, outside of that, I'm just getting back from vacation, so I got bad vacation brain at work and mm, Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Man, I'm really considering, like, because my, I I don't know if it's the heat or what, but I kind of feel like my brain is like, nah, you're done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, definitely. So, like, tomorrow uh, is Friday for us, so I may just, like, do a half day of work and then just kind of be like, peace out. (laughs) Yeah. Cook a really big meal. Oh, yeah. Now, my plan tomorrow is, uh, as soon as I'm off of work, is order something in, something big, and then watch Star Trek, the original series. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. Yeah. (laughs) So, let's move into everyone's favorite part of this show. Even though no one's told us this, I'm just assuming everyone loves this favorite part of the show. It's uh, (laughs) only in a pandemic. And major civil unrest. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on, since I got my keyboards out. Oh, no. All right, give me that one more time. And major civil unrest. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was in a major key, wasn't it? It, it like went into my soul and my soul spit it back. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh, I like it. All right, so stories that can only happen in a pandemic or major civil unrest or presiding under the worst president in my lifetime. Oof. Hey, you're not dead yet. You gotta just... <laughs> Don't set that bar. Someone's stop gonna get under it. talking. <laughs> That's how he got here. It's true. <laughs> um, so, only in a pandemic... Uh, have I seen this awesome group? I actually just stumbled on it today. I haven't joined yet. I don't even know if I can. But it's called Drunk Drop. And so it's a group of friends and you sneakily deliver booze and gifts to your friends' huh. houses and you don't say anything. They just, like, your number one goal is to not get caught so that someone just opens their door and there's booze there. <laughs> 
Um, and it's really cool. Like they, like a friend of mine posted today that they got one and it was just like a couple bottles of Strongbow and like, like a little knickknacks and stuff. And it's just making people feel connected and also booze. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. It's really, it's really cool. I think, um, it's an interesting concept I hadn't really heard of before. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. What about you? Well, only in a pandemic will movies that have been pushed back a hundred times get pushed back even more, and it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I know. So three uh. three in particular, um, and two of them were announced backed up uh, this week as well. So the Bill and Ted 3 has been in development hell since 95. forever it's finally gonna come out we got a trailer it's gonna happen guys covid Mm -hmm. and then it just keeps getting this one's funny they just like keep pushing it back like a week like another week like we're gonna it's like they're so hopeful (laughs) yeah just just give up the ghost man yeah it's not gonna happen um and the other one which is i always think is hilarious is the avatar sequels have all been pushed back all our long-awaited avatar sequels because i know we all want to see the continuing adventures of johnny avatar (laughs) so the initial avatar 2 was supposed to come out in 2017 and uh now it's gonna be 2022 (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny and i I'm so curious, especially now with the, like, the climate that we're in, the social climate, like, how they're going to address that, because it's very problematic looking back from a current modern day lens. So I would, I, I'm interested to see how they plan, like, what they plan to do, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they could do a white savior story again. We're not, we're I mean, not uh, as I like to say, the caucasity is there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the third one, the poor new mutants. Oh God! That one was supposed to come out in 2018, I think. Had a trailer and everything, and then got pushed back. Got pushed back. They're finally like, we're just gonna put it in theaters. We don't care. Just put it in theaters. And then just keeps getting pushed back. I'm so bummed about that one because I was so excited for it. And then they pulled that trailer down and was like, we're going to do a bunch of crap to it. And now I'm like, oh, it's going to suck. So Supposedly, the director said this is his vision, what they're releasing. I don't so, know if I trust that. We'll wait. There are a lot of people with visions that I don't like. Yeah, this is true. I don't <laughs> so. know the director. I don't know any of his work, so... I mean, Zack Snyder definitely had a vision for Batman v Superman, and he got to do it, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> that one's really funny though too. Is that uh, during when I saw Bloodshot, the last th- movie I saw in theaters, there was a trailer for New Mutants. <laughs> was yeah. it really? I haven't seen the new trailer. They, it was gonna happen in August, and uh, yeah, and supposedly it's in the Fox contract when they got bought out that. Disney had to release everything they had slated for theaters in theaters. They're not allowed to just turf it somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, or punt it somewhere. And uh, so they're not allowed to just like put it on Disney Plus. They have mm-hmm. to put it in theaters somewhere. That's the rumor that I've heard. And that's why mm-hmm. they just haven't done that. It's like they're legally obligated to put mm-hmm. it in theaters. Well, yeah, we'll see. I, you know, my old, my, the films I'm waiting for haven't been pushed back yet, but I'm sure they'll, no well, one Antebellum did. was pushed back. One, another right? one did too. Uh, which, oh, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, of course. Um, Antebellum, I think has only been pushed back once, but it was only supposed to come out this year anyway. Yeah. So I don't know when that's going to happen. And Candyman 2, I don't even know when that's supposed to come out. Is it this year or next year? It's got to be next year at this point. I don't know if it was supposed to come out this year. Right. It, Even if it was supposed to come out this year, it's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but it just feels Sweet. like a weird perfect storm of movies that were supposed to finally come out this year. And, and yeah. then COVID. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Although oh, Avatar COVID. wasn't going to be this year. It was going to be next year, but it's, I don't want eh. to see that. 
Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> we always get distracted <laughs> into movies. It's true. So let's go ahead and uh, end this with our hermit level. Uh, so on the Leonardo DiCaprio scale, a 10 being uh, the Revenant, where you're living in the woods by yourself, um, <laughs> running away from bears, or a 1 being Jack from... Uh, uh, Titanic, where you're hanging out in the uh, lower levels with all the people and dancing and having a good old time. <laughs> where are you at as a hermit? Uh, I am at a seven this week, uh, so a little bit more hermity than last week. So I'm in my I'm in my comfort zone. I like seven. Seven's a nice That's area good. to be yeah. in. So, yeah, I'm good. Just hiding from people <laughs> seeing them when i have to there you go otherwise hiding away just me and my cat and my plants <laughs> <laughs> i just see you like poking your head up from your pa- plants holding up uh nisha what's going on <laughs> it's more like me out there with my plants like looking at them and like checking their little leaves and nisha looking through the window like what are you doing come back in here and give me treats and food she's staring at me now yeah. <laughs> oh what about you how hermity are you uh probably let's say a five since it was just past my birthday weekend uh yeah i helped someone move during a pandemic that was interesting uh, <laughs> on your birthday weekend <laughs> on my birthday weekend <laughs> um yeah moving during a pandemic sucks i feel so, bad for everybody that has to do that yeah so yeah, I had to yeah, lift stuff and go into a storage facility with masks on and do all that. Hey, but guess mm-hmm. what? I was still able to breathe. <laughs> I Weird. know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how like surgeons can breathe for hours with a mask yeah. on. Yeah, my uh, my dad had a 14-hour surgery once, but uh, you know, your, your 20 minutes in the grocery store is going to kill you. <laughs> You tell them yeah, that. <laughs> uh, but then also the band came over uh, to not band and just drink and hang out and be buddies. Oh, uh, nice. Which we don't get a lot of time to do a lot of times. Oh, so. yeah. And happy belated birthday to John Zoe. Yes. Well done. Ha-ha. I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, not the birthday part, the, the name of you the did. human. Matching the human to the name. It's very confusing. I won't explain it to you. <laughs> you are the first to officially uh, say happy birthday to on the day of my birthday. I had a few early ones, but you were like, oh, you were yeah. like at midnight, <laughs> at least midnight my time. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That's why I was like, I can't text him yet. It's not midnight in Colorado yet. <laughs> and uh, we were we were well far gone at that point. Yeah, that sounded like you guys were having fun. Yeah, it's a cool. bottle of wild turkey and a bottle of uh, uh, Chopin. Well, the inside of my stomach lining just left. So. Everyone picked one or the other. No one drank both. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, maybe one year in the future, whatever the apocalyptic future might look like, we can have a three-way birthday week or something yeah absolutely but yeah so i believe that's the end of another episode so if people Mm want to hit you up and give you advice about plants uh where where, (laughs) where can they do that at please do but don't be a jerk about it all right i didn't get into this for you (laughs) jerky plant people Uh, my Instagram and Twitter are Luna underscore Minui, so that's L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T, uh, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Goth and Sloth, and Gmail is Goth and Sloth at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to ask any questions and give a shout out on the show or whatever, we will do it. Hit us up there. And as always, please review and subscribe. Um, that is so good for our number stuff so if you could do that that would yeah be we awesome. got to feed the algorithm mm-hmm. how about you matt how can people come hang out with you on the interweb land well, if you want to see pictures of my sweet keytar i'm at mm-hmm. wizard underscore matt on uh twitter and wizard cosplay on instagram 
And uh, my band is Leonardo Leonardo. You can find us at Leonardo Leonardo Band on SoundCloud. And my YouTube channel is Matt the Feral Wizard. I have another drunk unboxing that just came out today. I totally forgot about that, but it did come out today. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Awesome. All right, y'all, please wash your hands. And stay home.